First, I want to give a yeshakayach to a very special couple, to Ruchi and to Eliav, old friends that are always looking to, to do mitzvahs. What a wonderful, what a wonderful way to be makdish in the house for Hashem, the Torah. And every room should be filled with, with the Irish Altaira, the Simcha, the Nachis, the baby, from, and everything that you should have in Hashem. And each and every room and every inch of every room, just Simcha, Nachis, and Bracha. So it really is nice to see VS. That's what everybody told me, but the only problem is I didn't know where CVS was. So. My, my, my children explained to me. Uh, you should never need any medicine there, only baby brushes and bottles and <laughs> only good things. One page Sadiq Alif. The Sadiq, the author, is teaching us how to apply what we've been learning about Hashgacha Pratis, Hashem's constant presence in our lives and Amunda and what that means to be able to overcome that destructive midah that takes away everything from our lives the midah of chaos, of anger anger with the circumstances of life and the anger with people who cause us pain who disappoint us and now we're going to prepare to enter into the oil matzila, the world of davening first he explains Sarach Lahavan is Pnimius Suas Abriya we need to understand the Pnimi is the inner form of creation. What's really going on? What is creation? What is the world really? Pnimi is Sura Sabriya. There are two ways that a person can look upon the world. There are two ways of looking at the world. Aleph. A person looks at the world and he sees a world that consists of four basic categories of life or existence inanimate, the inanimate, rocks and so on Sameach, plants, chai, animals, umadabra and human beings This is true his, his eyes are not deceiving him but that that way of looking at the world for that to be the entire way that the person sees the world so that is a mabat chitzani that's an external way of seeing reality because when the person looks at the world and he sees and all he sees of the so that he's seeing only the chitzani He's only seeing the external shell of creation. Days. There's another way that we've been learning the entire Sefer. And this other way of looking at, at the world is Atahu means Hashem, it was only you before creation and it's only you after creation. That's what it means. Atahu 
Ad Shalai Niva Ha'ilam and nothing has changed. In Pnimius nothing has changed. It's still only God. If a person if a person thinks about this, then if a person realizes that, that everything is just a Rabbani Shalom, so then there's no so then what's the tachlis of our void in this world? So why did Chazal reveal this to us? This is a world of free choice. In a world of free choice, Hashem obviously wanted us to see rocks and trees and people and animals and to think that this is something which is absolutely real and makes a difference and so on. So why did Chazal reveal this to us? That atahu ad that is still only the Rabbani Shalom after Hashem created the world. It's a great principle, a great rule, that any time that we, any time that Hashem wanted us to know something, that He revealed something to us through Chazal, it must be that we need this information in order to serve Hashem. Hashem wanted that Chazal should tell us this, that that the world now is also only God. And it just appears to us, seems to us, that there's something besides God. Chazal were given permission by Hashem to reveal to us a new way of looking at everything in life. A new way of looking at reality. It's a new way, but it's really the oldest way. Not only to see the four categories of existence. All all that is contained within those four domains, which means all existence, that's all part of what's called Mishinivra Ha'olam, when the world was created. Hashem wants us to live in this world of Mishinivra Ha'olam, this created world with those four domains of existence. He wants us to live with a consciousness, with the awareness and with an attachment to Ad to the way that it was before the world was created. Because in Pneumius, the truth is that it hasn't changed. The inner inner essence of reality is only God. And what's on the outside is the Chitzayis Abriya. And Chazal taught us, Atuhu means that Kashbaruhu wants us, while we're in this world of Mishinivra Ha'ilam, while we're in this world of creation that was created with the four domains of existence, he wants us and he's telling us they were able to think, to focus, to remember every moment the Ad Shaloy Nevahayla before creation. Surah Sestak this way of looking, 
Tzura Pnimis Lachaim. This is the inner Tzura of life that we've been talking about this entire cipher. This is the Tzura Pnimis Lachaim. And this way of looking is what gives the person that inner perspective that to see the truth of what really is of what really is in the world. The explanation of this is as follows. If a person, God forbid, if a person looks at the world, those four levels of life, if he looks at those pieces of reality, as having separate independent existence. The Mahalak shall in other words, if he's stuck in that way of of created existence of once the world was created which is which is obvious to all of the person's decisions that which we've been speaking about these past two years of what's, what are your priorities in life where do you send your kids to school where do you send your children to camp what do you talk about what do you do on vacation what do you think about during the day all of the choices that you and I make are either choices that come from Mishin Neva or the choices are either based upon creation as we see it and we're stuck in that world as we see it or the choices that we make are choices of Ad Shalai Nevahaylam I was just I just want to say for some time ago about Chidush Harim the great Chidush the first Gay Rebbe that there was a Maisa that he was in a in a a, a wagon the Rebbe was there with a few of the Hasidim and what happened was that they were, they were going and the horse was frightened by something there was some no, loud noise and the horses got frightened and they got out of control and the Balagol, the wagon driver couldn't control the horses and they went, they started going down this hill and they were losing control the horses, this was going to be you know, over the cliff in the end and the Chassidim was screaming and crying and jumping and the Chedushim didn't change in the slightest bit his, his demeanor, nothing changed he just sat there and, and nothing at all changed and then miraculously the last second that the, that the, that the Balagola was able to somehow turn it and they went into a tree and everything was fine the horse got hurt a little bit but everything was fine and the Chassidim were very in the spell and the Balagola, the wagon driver asked the Shurim the Rebbe wasn't afraid at all. And the Rebbe's response was, Atahu Adshalai Neva Ha'ilam, Atahu Misha Neva Ha'ilam. He said, what's, what's the chilik to me? The same way that I'm in God's hands every single second when the horse is going on flat, on flat land, I'm, it's the same Rabbi Shalom that's, I'm, I'm in the same God's hands when I'm going down a mountain. And it's the same Rabbi Shalom to me. Misha Neva, Adshalai Neva, Misha Neva is the same thing by him. That you can't fake that. Right? You can't fake that. You can't make believe. You either you either live in that way or you or you're not in that way. You could talk about it, you could dashen, but but at those moments in life, you either in that reality of where everything is God, or your or your life is going to be up to a bunch of horses out of control. Mishinivha <coughs>
and in our decisions. Every decision that we've made in our lives and that we make in life for ourselves, how we marry, how we raise our children, all of these decisions, you could you could write next to each one, Then there's the next decision. No, this is a Mishinevailam. This is Mishinevailam. Ajalinevailam, Mishinevailam. Right? The considerations of how to keep halacha and how to live. All of these things, every single thing. Ajalinevailam. I, I, told, I told you some time ago that there was a, one of the um, I don't remember if I told you but there was we were learning Chayish Mishra we were learning halachas things that have to do with money a few years ago when we started the Chabura and the, the, one of the, the Chavayim came to me after the Shia I mean, and he said that he, there was a halacha that we spoke about that he wasn't aware of and that and that um, there was something that just took place in his business and, and he wanted to know you know how to conduct himself of halacha according to what we learned so he was going to have to give up something like $34,000 I don't remember the exact number and and we discussed it and I, I said look I can't tell you what to do with your money but this is the halach so he just said that's the halach then I didn't know that now I know it and then the next day he came and he said I took care of it I gave I, I, gave, I wrote out a check and I gave the guy a check just like that and he's not a rich person $34,000 is a, it's a lot a lot of money and he just like that. That you put next to that, Ad Shalai Nevahailam. Because Mishin Nevahailam, you can't let go of $10. Ad Shalai Nevahailam, it's not mine. In other words, I'm, I'm, I have money sitting in my pocket, it doesn't belong to me. Why? According to, according to the Welt, according to the world that belongs to you, no policeman, no judge, no American court would take it away from you. But, but we have a Tarashabalta, and we have a Shulchan Aruch. And it says in the Shulchan Aruch that this, isn't, this doesn't belong to you. This money doesn't belong to you. That's an amazing thing. It means that this person is like the Chidush Arim. That he doesn't even flinch. He says, that's the Ratzon Hashem. If that's the Ratzon Hashem, it doesn't make a difference to me that, that, that American law is okay with it, that Hashem is not okay with it, and I don't want the money. It's not my money. That's That's a different way of looking at the world. And that's what we were talking about, how you get angry, we get angry at different things and our disappointments and frustration and so on and how we act next to those. So whenever, we, whenever we react in those ways, it's, it's, it's always mission nevahayla. You're living in, a, in the world of domain, sameh, chay, And in that world of rocks and trees and animals and people, rocks behave a certain way, plants behave a certain way, Animals behave a certain way, and, and human beings behave a certain way. Like people always say, "Well, I'm not a human being. I, I shouldn't react. I shouldn't get angry. I'm a human being." Okay. In that, from that perspective, you're, you're of Mishinifa Eilam, you're a human being. But from the perspective of the Tnimias, the inner reality of existence, Ad that Allah is God. Everything is God. So then, then. Then what, what 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 could possibly bring such a uh, what could have possibly brought about such a reaction? What could have brought about such a reaction? So that's what he's explained. Again, Biyah Advam Kasher Adam Raya on page Sadik Beis Kasher Adam Raya Sadayon Semer Chaim Adabe Kedava Atzmi. What a person sees these things in the world as having separate existence. 
from in, in the existing world in the created world that whenever he meets up with a, 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 an inanimate object a plant a, 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 an animal or a person he relates to that like a mitziyas like something which has its own separate independent will its own independent existence so he says for instance as we learned he gets angry why does he get angry? because this human being who is a Baal made a choice to insult me or this human being made a choice to forget me or whatever it was that this human being did that caused me that caused me pain or disappointment that means that you are looking at that person and it's written all over that person in your eyes in your eyes that person has written all over him and you can go and you can, t- you can carry around little pigs and put onto him a sticker that says because if this person is able to make you mashug to get you to lose your temper uh, as we spoke about the Lashem that is used in America he made me angry he made me upset he made me like this she made me like that is there such a kayach that that person has over you that means that's only because you look at that person as being separate from God and what happened to you and what happened to you is something that was left up to that person otherwise why would you be angry so you're angry at the person the same way you get angry at the at the, at the uh, tire uh, that was punctured you know, on the road you're angry at something because you think it cars have their own way of running over nails and some and some Russia you know, threw something out of the car and now your tire got punctured and so on and so forth so all of that is mission never and you see that person or that thing is having some existence other than, other than God otherwise you wouldn't get angry because it's crazy then to get angry because then you're angry at Hashem's Baruch, like we spoke about the last time. And to be angry at Hashem means that you don't believe that Hashem is doing every single thing in your life, which is the best thing that could possibly be for you. <coughs> so he says, However, a person who lives every moment of his life with that way of looking at the world through the through the eyes of Ad Shaloy Ad that that everything is now the way that it was before, and the way that it was before was only God, and everything was only up to God. So too, even now, after the world is created, even though it looks like this, it looks like that, and it looks like everything has its own step, everything everything is completely up to God. As I who might in every single thing, he sees Hashem, he finds Hashem in everything. He doesn't see a separate rock or a separate building, a separate mountain. He doesn't see that as having its own separate existence. He sees only God that dwells within each and everything. He doesn't see this as a separate plant, a tree, a flower. Hashem who is within this every single second and so with animals and medaber and human beings therefore whatever encounters he has this is the side of our lives 
whatever encounter this person has with any of those four levels of existence is just an encounter with Hashem anything that you have to do with anything in this world is having to do with Hashem not the way it seems to you having to do with this person, that client, this thing, this building, this place, this time every single every single meeting that you have every single appointment every single thing in the world that you see wherever you go whatever happens to you it's only in HaKadosh Baruch that's Mishin Nivha that's Adshele Nivha HaOlam Lagavav Kal Dover Hukivyachal Levush Lebari Olam every single thing is just a garment that covers that conceals and reveals to the to the person who's looking carefully Hashem Therefore, you don't get busy with the external garment. You don't get busy with the lavush, with the garment. Only foolish people occupy themselves with externalities, with lavushim. Could you imagine if there was a, if there'd be a parent who would care more about the child's clothing or the child's toys than the child himself? That'd be that'd be very very great pachad. It's a terrible thing. If there would be such a thing, so that so what he's saying is, any anything that you whatever you're doing in this world, as long as you're alive, that you're is this. You don't you don't forget, and you don't become preoccupied with the lavush with the garment. Your asik is the one who's wearing the clothing. Your ASIC is not with your children's clothing. Your ASIC is with your child. Your child is dressed. But your ASIC is not with children's clothing. If you if you find that much of your life is spent looking for things for your children and as opposed to looking for your children, so then there's a there's, there's a terrible mistake that's that's taking place. It's a terrible mistake. And so you'll have you could have, you know, wonderful mothers that, that are hunting day and night the mall, looking through malls and you ask them, it's not for me, it's only for my children so that means that their whole life is only they're only basic with the malbush, with the clothing of the child the child's clothing, or the child's dresser the child's the child's uh, shoes, and all that stuff and it's, but the child is the, is the one who's the malubush the one who's enclosed and for that you don't have time only for the malbush, for the garment, but not for the child who's wearing it. Anybody that gets comes lost in the in the externalities of Daimim Sameh is forgetting the malubash, the one who's wearing those garments. And it's only a Kadashbar. And therefore if you get Mashugi, if you get angry at that person, if you get angry at that person, that means that you're that means that you're getting lost in the in the malbush, in the garment. If your entire simcha in life, if your joy in life depends upon things, external things, that what that's what makes you happy, and not the pnimis, not the simcha shomitzvah, but the external things. That means that that means that your entire simcha is only with the with the lavush, with the garment, and not with the one who's wearing the garment. And all of your ups and downs in life, all of your 
all of your high points and low points, everything is just with the malbushim, with the garments. Anybody that we would see living such a way, we would say, is, is crazy. It's crazy. Because the emphasis is that a person's life is, every second is with a Kaddish Baruch. Every single second is with a Kaddish Baruch. Lekach, therefore, b'chal davish nifal, ho enirayi ele, Anything that happens to him, he doesn't see that as having some as being some separate, independent event because of the horrible circumstances that the economy is messed up. The economy is no good, or the political situation is no good, or the or the other problems in the world that's causing this to happen to me. That's not why. That's not why. You know, you lost that job, but that's not why that happened to you. That's only the Malbushan, those are only the garments. But the Emes is Shuhiyas Baruch Shumai Pal Hadam. It's only it's all Adshilai Niva Hailam. It's the same now as before the world was created. Adshilai Niva Hailam. But like Kal Garam Acher Klalo Klal. Nothing else. This way of life. He mishan is called suras chayev shulhadam. When you look at when you look at reality this way, it completely transforms a person's life. It changes your life completely. Your life is totally different. You leave a sura of life, a way of life that's all chitzaynius. That's all external, shallow, and false. Shalnevayim, a world that depends upon created things, animals, plants, people, and so on. V'dovak b'tzuas chayim pnimis. And now you've chosen to live a life of chayim pnimis, of living in that inner true world of chayim pnimis. Shalboyre. Of the Creator, you're no longer living in a world of Nivra, of the Created. You're living in the world of the Bayre of the Creator. And that's what Hashem wanted us to live. He wanted He put us into a world where we're surrounded by millions and millions of Nivraim of created things and plants and animals and people and so on. And He told us, with all of this by side, I want you to live with me, with the Bayre, to live with me. All of your business dealings, all of your activities in life, are only with Him. Therefore, there are no inconsistencies. You don't dress differently or act differently when you're on vacation, or when you're someplace where you where you think you're not going to be seen by a neighbor or, or by anybody else, or you don't. Person that lives this way doesn't have other things that they talk about or think about or watch or read when the children are not there or when somebody else is not watching because the person's entire ASIC is with Hashem my whole business in life is only with the Bayri not with the Nivra so you you're no longer you're no longer jealous of other people jealousy is a very very harmful terrible thing it causes the bones to rot it eats away the person anybody who's ever experienced experienced jealousy especially if it's a jealousy of someone that's very close, especially if it's mishpach, 
knows that that eats away to your entire existence. And it could be something which goes on for 20, 30, 40 years. And it eats away to your kishkas, your whole life is ruined from that. Rekavat samas. Namish causes your, your essence to rot. And all of jealousy, how could there be such a thing as jealousy? That's because you're living in that way of the nevroim, of that which is created. But if you live with the Bayre, with Hashem Zabar, what Asik do I have that, that, that she has this, I don't have, or she has, or whatever that, that person has, that's that person's Asik with the Bayreshwalam, it's Bakhlal not anything that means, has anything to do with me, what that person has. But if a person lives in the, in the world of Daimim Samech Chaim Adaber, then the pain of somebody having something that you desperately want and you're unable to have. Now, I'm not talking about things like, you know, somebody has a car and you want that car. That's, that's, that's very, very soon. Or someone has that kind of house, you want that house. I mean, that's for people that, that, are, that are very, very soon. But when it comes to things like even in Ruchnius, that you have, you have sometimes parents where they have difficulties with a child or the children. And they, and, and they look at somebody else and they, say, and they eat their heart out that that person has such lichtige children, has such amazing children. And, and, and who are they and what are they? And look at the kids they have. And then on the other hand, I put in so much to my children and, and look what I have, Tsaris, and all these different things. And you, a person could start to eat their heart out about, about Yenim, about that child. And they think about how that person has that child and I don't have that child. Why do I have everything that's so hard for me? And if I had that person's life, it would be so good. And I deserve that person's life. They don't deserve that as much as me, and so on and so forth. All of these cheshbonis that are all part of that mishaniva ha'olam way of looking at things. But when a person lives in the way of ad shaloid niva ha'olam, without, without that, but with the bayre, with the creator, and that every asik that you have, all your dealing is only with the bayre, ma'alivalai, what's hashaychis that I have? I had to have this child. I have to raise this child. This is my avayda. This is my child's avayda. This shidduch is something that the Baruch Shalom had first. Before the world was created, the Baruch Shalom arranged the nishanas that I have to be this child. It's not, it's not another child. It's this child. And if I wouldn't have gone... If I would, if, have somebody told me, if someone said, if I would have moved to Israel, so then I wouldn't have had this problem with the kid. These are all... These are all such these are all such demonis that a person makes himself crazy. If I would have lived there, if I would have gone there, if I did this, if I had this if I married that person, if I had this job, if I wouldn't have done this no matter if I hadn't all of these things that a person makes himself crazy and takes away all the simple sachai. All the simple sachai. I was learning with somebody today, a young man, he told me that he heard a said that there's a very, as you know, that there were Jews that were able to escape Baruch Hashem from the yeshivas, from the mirror of yeshiva, the yeshivas, that they were able to escape to Shanghai. And because of that, the Jews were able to get to Shanghai, that these B'nai Torah, the B'nai Yeshiva, were able to escape with the Rosh Yeshiva and some other tzaddikim, and Amshnav Rebbe, and some other tzaddikim, they made it to Shanghai. The Torah was, the Torah was preserved. I mean, the yeshiva was saved, the mirror yeshiva, and other Jews that came with the mirror yeshiva so there was a big decision at that time. This is what he told me. There was a, a decision that had to be made. Should we try to get to Shanghai or not? 
or should we, you know, I don't know where to stay in Russia to go someplace else. The problem, I don't know. Or should we try to get, because it was very dangerous, because the whole Indian of trying to get those visas, if it wouldn't have worked out, then they would have all been killed. So, so, the Meshgiach, the Tzadik, of Chaska Levenstein, was against the move to Shanghai. He was against applying for those visas. He, he thought that it was going to bring death upon all of them, and that they shouldn't do that. And they asked Abhaska, and Abhaska said we shouldn't go to Shanghai. But then they spoke to other Rosh Hashivas and other Tzadikim, you know, they, they, and they were told, let's go. So the Yeshiva moved, they made it, they got their visas, and they went, as everybody knows, they went to Shanghai, and they were all saved. It was nice, they were all saved. So you understand that a couple of the guys had the nerve to come over to Abhaska. Abhaska was also saved. They came over to Abhaska and they said, Who are we? Because everybody back there at home, everybody got killed. So we, uh, you know. In other words, you were wrong. They didn't say it like that. We said, well, you know, it's a good thing we came to Shanghai, Rabbi. <laughs> so they, so Abhaska said, Abhaska said like this, it was a 100% wrong decision that I made, I'll be tired of. And we made the wrong decision. And he brought us a Yeshua in this matzah. That's all. But it was a hundred percent mistake. Can you, to live that, and so you can say, "Why?" Well, because you can't admit that you're wrong. Man, that's not like that's with us. That wasn't Reb Chaskel. He was a he was a, he was a malach. He was an angel of God. It wasn't like his ego. He's, he he held stack. That Alpitayra, whatever how he was taught by his rebbeim, he came to this. Uh, what about other? There were other big people held not like that. Rav Chaskel was very strong in that, and Rav Chaskel said, "No, hundred percent we were wrong." It's not it has, to, it has nothing to do with ego. It has to be. Li- it, it means living with the Bayre Arlem, living with the Creator every second. Because any of us would have would have would have would have put our heads in a hole and been ashamed and embarrassed. We were going to condemn, you know, the whole yeshiva to death. The pascals, oh, The bari Island had had rachmanus on this. That's all. I heard this today. This mice give all the gemaisa, and just an example of how the tzaddikim live every single second with the bari Island. and therefore they don't believe that the asik is. With this, that this person or that person, it's only, it's only the cheshbon of tire. It's only cheshbon of the bari island. That's all. So this is what he says at the bottom of the page. That your entire asik, everything that you have to do in the world, is only with Hashem. Look how nice you put in parentheses for us, because now we're holding you ready within the month of Purim, right? So. He put into, inside for us a little bit of a Shalach Manus, or Matan Slavyan, whatever you want to say. He says, And that's the depth of a Chazal put by Esther HaMalka. When Esther HaMalka said, Let the king come to the party. She was talking about the king of all kings, not Achashverosh. Everybody knows when it says HaMalach, in Megillus Esther, it's, it's really hinting to the, to the king of all kings, the Hashem. Over there it says, Yavah HaMelech Vahaman Hayyim. Listen to the words. He doesn't finish the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, 
Yovo Hamelach Vehaman Hayom. So what are the first four letters spell? Yovo Hamelach is Yud Hey. Yovo Hamelach Vehaman Vav Hayom. Hey spells the name of Hashem, right? Yovo Hamelach Vehaman Hayom spells the name of Hashem. So Chazal tell us that when she said when she said to Hashverosh Yovo Hamelach Vehaman Hayom. Let Haman, uh, let let the king and, uh, and and Haman come to the feast, the feast that was prepared today. Yav Hamelach Haman Hayyim. So she was really talking about God. So everybody, you know, when you look at that, so and you and, and you don't understand, so you say, what does that mean? What is that? Inviting God to a party? Yav Hamelach. She was talking to Achishverosh. So what does it mean? Yav Hamelach Haman Hayyim. Elamishta. She's inviting. What does it mean? Yav Hamelch Vahaman Hayyim. That's the Shem Yudkevavke. That's Hashem. So people think it's a cute thing that it says Hashem's name over there. But what does that mean? So now we understand. Next page. What does it mean? Kizu Haisat Suras Chayeha. Because that is how Esther Hamalka lived every moment of her life. Of course she spoke to the king. She spoke to Achashverosh. She was talking to Achashverosh. But when she said Yovah Hamelach Vehaman Hayyim, she was speaking about God because she was saying, "My Asik, my my involvement here is not with these two anti-Semites. My Asik is with the Bari Olam, Yovah Hamelach Vehaman Hayyim." So she was inviting the Bari Olam Kivyachol to come with her to the party because that's all she ever went with. That's who she walked with. That's all that she was thinking about. Yovah Hamelach Vehaman Hayyim. And when you learn this, you can understand many, many things in Tanakh, many things in Torah. This is how the Siddiquim lived. That was the Tzuras Hachaim of Esther Amalka, Yovah HaMelech Vahaman Hayyan. Shalom Ra says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu B'chol She saw HaKadosh Baruch Hu B'chol in every single moment of her life. She saw HaKadosh Baruch Hu B'chol Yovah HaMelech Vahaman Hayyan. B'chol Iskav Dibur. And of all, all of her doings, everything that she did in, the, in, in life, and all of her words, were only with Hashem. Even in, in, in later times, we know this in Sadiqim, things that they were saying. You know, the, I, I once told you the famous Maisa that when, when the Kedusha Slavi, when the Badishva came to, to Nicholsburg to visit his, his Talmud, his friend, his disciple, the, Re- the Rebbe of Shmelke from Nicholsburg. So when he came there, so Nicholsburg was not at all Chesedusha territory. And, and the Rebbe of Shmelke was the robber of this big city of Misnagdim, Nicholsburg. And when he came, so the Rebbe of Shmelke let the people of Nicholsburg know in advance that the Tzadik Rebbe Levi Yitzchak, he does things differently. He just is different, and and to be careful not to laugh, and to know that everything he does is with with very very deep and mysterious reasons. You know, but these were you know, they didn't. These were Yakisha people, and they didn't go for so right away. It was very 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 bad what was going. You know, with Kedusha Levi, his davening and jumping and rolling on the floor and different and walking around the back of the shul. There there were many things that happened that we have Hashem, some of the stories that we that were preserved. And one of them is that they that it was after davening, and and they were machabed. They came and they brought the kedushas levi. They brought him a cup of coffee, and they 
and they poured some milk into the coffee, and the Kedusha Slevi wouldn't, wouldn't uh, touch it. They brought it to him. And they asked, they asked him, should we bring the Rebbe coffee? And the Kedusha Slevi said, yes. So they brought him coffee, and they put the coffee, and they put milk, and, and, he, and he wouldn't touch it. He, he, he just he did his thing. So they didn't know what to do. And the Rebbe of Shmalka said, bring, bring milk, bring milk, and first put milk, a little milk in a cup, and then put coffee. So they brought the cup, and they put first milk, and they put coffee, and then the Kedusha Slevi, the Badich says, Shkayr, Shkayr, and he took it, and he made an unbelievable brach, and he... So afterwards they asked the Rebbe Shmalka, like, what was that? We, we brought him coffee and milk, what is... So he said, because when the Badich has coffee, he's really going to the mikveh. And the kavan of mikveh is first comes the milk, that's the mem, and then comes the kaveh, the coffee. And he's and when he has a cup of coffee, it's not like you and I. When he has a cup of coffee, his kavan is for the mikveh. The hot coffee is mikveh. So you have to first you have to go in order. It has to be the mem, the milk, and then the kaveh, and then the coffee. I have a hasag of what that means, of the words of the of the words of the gracious lady. And when he was there, at the same time that he was there, so there was such a tumult going on because it was by davening, it was like by Ashray you've all seen at the end of davening. At first they were upset because the Bidishva wouldn't, you know, the Yakis when they daven they stay still, you know? So the Bidishva was like Rabbi Kiv, you know, it was all, all over and running and grabbing people and shaking them in the middle of davening and all different things. And they were very, very, the whole shul was very upset about everything that was going on. And then the worst thing of all, was that the Bedisha went with his towels and film at the end of the evening in the back of the shul there was a there was a kitchen in the back of the shul and uh, and there was some 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 woman there some tzedekas that she was she was um, she was getting some food different things and she was um, and and, uh, and she had a pot there warming up milk <coughs> And the Vedic with his towels and film, and the people from the shul are watching this, they can't believe it. And the Vedic goes with a spoon, he puts the spoon into the, into the pot of milk, and he, and he tastes it, and he says, there's too much water. You put water in here, this is not, this is not, right? it has to be altogether milk, you can't have water in it. So she gets scared, she says, so the, so she heard that he was a big tzaddik, so she, she had put some water into the milk, you know. Yeah. They're saving money. So then, the Oilman Shul couldn't believe this. What kind of tzaddik is the famous Badich? He goes with his thousand film and goes to talk to a woman in the back over there with the milk and the pot. And, you know. and his body afterwards, the Rebbe Shmulke said they, that, you don't know, the ways of the, of the Badich are so unbelievable and hidden. We'll see. So what happened? In his barrier, that there was a maister at that exact same moment. There was a baby, there was a woman that had a, an infant. And and the baby was very sick, it was dying. The milk wasn't coming in properly. The child wasn't having, the milk wasn't good. The mother's nursing wasn't working. And at the exact second that the Vedicva said it has to be altogether milk, everything milk, nothing else, only milk. At that second she had a Yeshua and the baby began to, to have Yeshua, that she was able to nurse the child. And they saw after he left that there were like a hundred things like that that happened. All over town, different things were happening. But while it was going on, he was saying things, and everybody said, "What's that?" What, what, what? And everything he said, and every time they came to the Rebbe of Shmuel, they were saying, "This is wait, wait, wait." 
And afterwards, this Yeshua, that Yeshua, all the things that he was saying, everything was only the Shalom. Every word that he said was davening. Every word was a Yichud with Hashem's name. Even when he spoke, it was all the Gematries and Hashem's and, and Reshetavis. Even when he spoke Yiddish and he spoke Russian, everything was the letters of Hashem's name. Everything. The way he used to walk, he would walk, and they didn't know he was going here, he was going there. He was writing out, as he would walk, he would write out, the name, he would write out different names of Hashem with his footsteps. That's how he lived with it. He lived with the every single second. So when Esther Malka said, Esther Malka said, So it's not, it's not a cute little hint in the Megillah. Oh, that's so nice. It really is Hashem. It says Hamalach. No. That, her Asik was only with Hashem. The Levush, the external garment that we read about in the Megillah, the external garment is that she was going with, she was inviting the Achishverosh and Haman. But the Pneumius, the real invitation was extended to the Bari Ha'ilam. That, that I'm walking with the Bari Ha'ilam, not with these two, not with these two Goyim. I'm going with the Bari Ha'ilam. That's it. Sizeish Lohavim. His Taklazu, this way of looking at things. He has Taklaz Ha'pneumius, Ha'amitis Alabruam. This is the true way to look at everything that exists. If a person, if a person looks at, thing, at, 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 at everything that exists, if he looks at existence as something which is separate or independent, then you are causing the value of that person or that thing or that animal or plant, you're causing it to be demoted to a very low place. You're schlepping it into the into the ground. You're dragging it down to a very low place. You're saying it's not the bari, it's a niver. And therefore, you have devaluated it in such a terrible way. He called Mila Sadav, because the truth is, the whole Mila of something, the whole beauty, the whole greatness, the whole... Mila of something is nimdat ad kamayeshalukustakirbai. It is only measured by how much is God's presence revealed in this place. But the greatness of the Kaisal Maravi of the world is not it's the size of the stones or how deep it is in excavations or how many people are there. It's it's how much alukus this is this is the the talk is the Harabais, this is the wall from the Harabais, this is it's not its greatness is not measured by the size of the stones. It's by how close it is to the Rabbanu That in this place, this is the place, this is the Harabais. This is the place of the Beis HaMikdash. Mazukal Ma'alosa. That's his entire, that's his entire Ma'ala. If your way of looking at your child is because of how smart or how cute your kid is, so you, you've, you've, you've done a terrible injustice to the child. Which doesn't mean to say that you can't enjoy how cute and how smart the kid is. But if that's the measure of your appreciation, and with the other kid that's not so smart and not so cute, you have a harder time. So then, you're not seeing that the, the, you're not seeing the, the child. You're not seeing the of that child, of who that child really is. And the same thing when it comes to yourself. Sometimes a person looks. Sometimes, all the time, a person looks over his life and sees, I failed, I failed, I failed, I failed, I failed. This is no good, this is no good, that's no good, this is no good. And your whole way of measuring yourself and who you are is based upon the upon the upon the run. 
upon upon things that are not bechlal. The mila your mila sechisayis are not at all negayet to whether or not you passed the law boards or you didn't pass the law boards. Whether or not you you, you have a husband that has a big panasa or your husband has a small panasa. It's bechlal not the measure of your milas. It's bechlal not. Or this one, how, how many? Especially we talk about this a lot. How many women feel? You have women that if they're not, if they if they gain weight and they they have children, they start to gain weight. So even if they don't have children, they gain weight. Well, because they once had a child, they still gain weight. All of these chesbonis. <laughs> so they they mamish the whole life becomes miserable. They become miserable, and they see that they see that they don't have any mildness anymore because they look at themselves in the mirror and they see that this is this is terrible. My massive, how much weight I've gained. And they look at everything in life is now being like dark and diff and bad and, and everything is bad. From what? Because there's an extra two, three, four, whatever inches, and because the person has gained weight. All right, that's it's healthy. It's not healthy. There's other chesbonis, but that's not the point. The point is that you're not you're you're, you're not seeing your milus because you feel bad about yourself. How many times I've had women that would tell my wife or tell me this that they're so unhappy with themselves. They feel so unhappy. Like, well, why do you feel unhappy? You have, Wonderful husband, you have wonderful children, you have Baruch Hashem, so much to be happy about. So, so the person like, you don't see? <laughs> what? You know, look at me. Look what's become of me. So, that because you, you gain some weight, that everything, everything is... That, you mean your whole judgment of Milas and Chesreinus of who you are has to do with pounds? It's an Irish kite. It's an Afghan that this way, that way. There's all mamish in the, in the from from the chitzonius of shibchitzonius that a person can't have a simcha sechayv. And you look back and you say, I spent forty years of my forty years of my life going on scales, and and I see sometimes, okay, there are things to do to be healthy. It's good to be healthy to exercise and to do things. Sometimes there's certain people that everywhere you drive, you see they're like these joggers. I don't know, they like. I don't know when they're home. <laughs> Anywhere I turn, like I'm always bumping into this lady. Like some lady, some jogger lady. I don't know. She should be well. So if if they told her, if they, like I said, I guess my wife says, is this my imagination? Is this, like I don't know how, I don't know, this, I don't know wherever I go. Like Farakway, here, there. I don't know. It's like the same person. I see, like, so, so it's like, what does it take to get healthy? This person, Mr. the person must be so healthy already. It's already unhealthy. She's so healthy. What is there to do so many times? How come this? Why didn't you go home and read or learn or, or talk to somebody? What are you, what are you dragging around the whole five towns? Your whole life you're doing it. Not hakafis. The whole life is not hakafis. So to be healthy is a, sure. It's a good thing to be healthy, but. Everything my father always says in moderation. I'm sure you heard that from fathers also. In moderation. Normal. My father says it's a mitzvah to be normal. Normal. My father always said that. To, so, to my sister, the senior, the weight, you want to, the weight, she goes for that Indian. My father always said, you want to lose weight, eat less. The Mardchavan Vigad diet. You want to lose weight, eat less. What do you mean? How do you, what do you mean? Eat less. Then you won't gain weight. If you eat less, then you, then you won't gain weight. But people, people become, their whole lives become ruined. They spend 40 years thinking of body fat and, cal- <laughs> and calories and carbohydrates. 40 years thinking about what? And then, you, then you're an old person, you're about to die, so now it's a nafkimen. What you're leaving behind in the world? What are you leaving behind in the world? 45 million thoughts about carbohydrates and calories. 
That's what your whole life was thinking about. I'm not saying a person should let go of God forbid of one's health and, and to take care of one's appearances also. Just a cheshman like that. I'm not saying. But what is it's the whole mabat of life is chitzayni. And not, not from the Ulam Pnimi. And one's entire asik is with himself and how he looks and how this looks and how that looks. And not with the Rabbanish And you begin to measure your mailas nichisayni, some things that are not. You, in other words, you're not a good person. How can, I'm, 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 I'm nine pounds overweight. So what? So what? What does that make you not a good person? What does that mean? What does that have to do? Was it not gay at all to anything in life that's of meaning? That, you had, that you're nine pounds over what you want to be. What does that make you? And, in the, and they made in the, in the Western world, they made the girls crazy with these. You know, I'm crazy. This machla This machla. I don't know, maybe it used to be. I don't remember as a kid. Maybe they had it. I don't know if there was a mach like that years ago. I don't remember anything like that. But now, now you talk to any principal from any girls' school, and they tell you, "Kimat every class there's a girl that has this machla, this madrega, that madrega." But there's, there's this machla that they became mishige, they became mishige from that, that you know that whole sura of what's an attractive woman, that whole sura of of of. of, of that began years ago, you remember in the 60s with that Twiggy and that whole time in history when, when it became, when it was d- decided that a healthy first, that a beautiful girl is someone that, 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 that is so skinny. And from that, it brought misery, misery. There are girls that, they die from this Indian. There are girls, thousands of girls in the world that die from this Indian. And, and from our own, from Unzu, from our own children from our own communities precious holy Jewish girls that are dying from this Indian that they see that if they, if they don't look a certain way then they, then they have no maila so that's what he's saying what's the maila of something? the maila is measured by the elokuz by, by the presence of God in that person's life and his actions and his thoughts and his words not in his weight kami yesh elokuz all other ways of all other ways of measuring what's great or what's not great. It's all from the Alma de Shikra. What's the Mailas from the Alma de Shikra? I had to be someplace the other night. So there was a, a, a very special Chabra I was being honored, and there was a big politician that they were bringing over there whose Mamish and from the Alma de Shikra Mamish. And, and and I and the whole time I said to myself that because I had to sit over there the days because I had to say something, and she was there from the Shikra and I said, and I said not just not to stand up, not to clap, not to be in the slightest way, to, to, that there shouldn't be in my heart the slightest tremor of any feeling of covet for the Almadishikra, not the slightest tremor of covet for the Almadishikra. That, that we're in such a goal as that we have to be mechabit vashantis. Why? Because we need their money. Okay, you have to. We did that in Europe. We did that in the time of the Gemara too. You have to mechabit the Malchus. You have to show cover to the Malchus. What are we going to do? We're in goals. So good. So you make believe. You can stand up and you make believe. Welcome, Shkayr. But, but inside of your heart, you have to know it's Ahmed Shikra. And I said over a thousand times when I was saying Ahmed Shikra and Ahmed Shikra. And every word that came out of the mouth, Ahmed Shikra. A lie. Everything is a false world. Uh, that the, 
Jewish children, that the lives of Jewish children are up to the Alma de Shikri, are up to her. That's what it's up to. So when the guy said to me, I was sitting next to me, he said, he said, look, Rabbi, look what we have to do to, look what we have to stoop to, to, to get money for our kids. And I said to him, you don't have to do that. It's Alma de Shikri. You don't have to do that. This is what we're living. This is part of Gaulus. That we think that whether, whether, that whether Jews are going to be able to open a camp or Jews are going to be able to take care of their children. It looks that way. It looks that way. And it's on Hog of Gaulus. You know. And, uh, you know and, 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 I, and I know that you know, a couple of people were nervous that maybe I, when I would talk I would say something about the Alma Dishikra. <laughs> so I had, to, I had to reassure my wife and other people I'll, you know, I'll, I'll behave. I'm not gonna, I don't want to mess people up and make a whole thing. But I, you know, if I'd be like 20 years ago, I would have done it. The Alma Dishikra. This is a. That's that's a mile of what that she knows how to lie better than some of the other friends that she has. She knows how to lie better. So Alma Dishikra. And, and, and even though we have to do certain things because of Golas, but a person has to cry and to know what oh, this is what I have to be mashpil. The Jews have to be mashpil themselves to be machabder ashanta. That we have to be mashpil ourselves. This is Golas. That's it's something to cry about, not to be proud about. To cry that we have to be mashpil ourselves into the into the dirt. This is this is this is a sad thing. But this is. But if you feel like, oh, if you feel covered for that person, if you, if you see a celebrity, I, I remember when we were years ago, we were in the airport, we were going to Israel, my parents. We used to go on separate airlines. Did you ever have to do these things? Okay. So we were, we were, we were dividing up the camp. Well, I, I went with my father and my mother would go with my sister. We went on different airlines. So... This way, maybe we would salvage half the family. That was the story. So the, so I remember that in the airport, I remember in the airport there must be somebody here that had the same kind. So I remember that in the airport, that Elizabeth Taylor was in the airport. My mother and sister, Elizabeth Taylor. My mother started to knock over police. And my father, so my mother's with my sister. They're going after Elizabeth. And and my and my father says holds holds me. He says, "Don't you? There's a move. Don't go. Don't you go over there. Leave it. Don't go even to look over there." And the chinuch was very strong like that for my father. Very strong. Even though he was he wasn't like a, you know anyway. It was just my father said that everybody what they run to what to run to run like that a shaker for movie star for what. <coughs> And how people get excited when they're in the presence of celebrities. How did To go for autographs, to go from people. For who? For Amadishikr. Because you see that, because why? Because your way of seeing the mile, that person's way of seeing the mile of something is not elokus. If it was elokus, then you'd run to your kids and hug them and kiss them. You'd run to the, to the tzaddik, to the rabbi, to the rav. You wouldn't, you wouldn't run to a shtick nevela, to a piece of nevela somewhere. You wouldn't want to, to go see. Uh, he says that. Let's just finish this paragraph. Kulam. 
when you see something, when you see something from the perspective of God, then you're lifting that thing up to the highest place. Then you, when you see God in that thing, then you're doing that thing, the table, the food, the person, the animal, you're doing it the biggest taiva. The biggest taiva. When, when an animal is shechted and is served on a, on, a, on a kosher Shabbos table, you're not hurting the animal, you're doing the animal the biggest taiva. So the whole world screams, it's cruel, it's cruel. It's the biggest title when you see everything with the Elokus through the eyes of the Barishalon. Everything is, everything is Mitzad the Bayre, not Mitzad the Nivra. And you're lifting everything up, Lomadregas, Nivra, Shadavit, Belokus. Until that moment, it was just something of the world. But when you see it with, the, when you see it with those eyes, then you're lifting up to a place of Elokus, of what it really is. You, that's what it means, Megillus Esther, to be Megala, the Chernobyl says, to take away, Legalois Es Hanistar, right? To reveal that underneath everything really is the Shem Yudkevavke. Yavah Hamalach It looks like a king, it's not really a king. It's not really a king. Yavah Hamalach is the Shem Yudkevavke. In everything is the Shem Yudkevavke. But you think that it's like, so when you treat something in the, in the way that it deserves to be treated, then you're lifting it up to a place, you're Megali, you reveal the Elokus in it. V'yesh Elokus gilu b'kirba, you've revealed Elokus, godliness. So call Mylas Aniver. And you've done the best thing you could do for something that exists in this world. You've done the best you could do by giving it that, that opportunity to be revealed for what it really is, which is godliness. That's what you could do for everything and every person in the world. That's why Tzadikim, you had there are many, many stories like that, how everybody in that in this chapel looked at that person and said, ugh, ugh, ugh. But the tzaddik said, oh, the tzaddik gave him the biggest shalmach because he saw this person for who he really was. Everybody looked at that person as being smelly and this and that and dumb or whatever. But the tzaddik saw that he's a, a pasha to eat that's on fire with, with tehillim, you know. And the tzaddik would, the tzaddik would love that person because the tzaddik was magal the elokus in that person. He measured that person by God, not by how fat he was, not by how he smelled, or not by how uneducated he was. He, he judged him the tzaddik saw him for being a tehillimid. And he saw a tehillimid, and the tzaddik saw that this is the most chosh of a person in the whole town. And everybody else in town looks at him and says, ah. And the tzaddik says, the most chosh of a person in town. He says, he says, tehillim. Most chosh of a person in town. Because the tzaddik looks at everything from the elokus, from the bayre. Everywhere he looks at it, every person, he, wherever he goes, is the bayre. Everybody else looks at the niver. The niver, he smells, he's at the, he's star, he's this, he's... But the, but the tzaddik looks mitzad the boyre. And from the boyre, how does the boyre look at this yid? There's a yid that sits and says to him, he's, he's honest, he's a good person, he's an elch yid. So the tzaddik sees that person and he loves him. And, and, and it's always the boyre that he sees. <coughs> Hashem's book should help us that we should be able to, to begin to put some of these things, all of these things into, into use and to, and to begin to feel a little bit the, the changing surah sahayim that we all can experience. Bezer Hashem. Shkoyach.